millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, I'm Josh Hallam and you're listening to Just Films and That. This is the podcast where we talk about films we think might be underrated, underseen, or perhaps we just wanted to talk about them. This week, it's Pirates, an adventure with scientists that Alice picked. So... Let's see what we reckon. Alice. Mm-hmm. Pirates and Adventure with Scientists. Arr. So, spoiler warnings if you've not seen it. And before we go into it, we should also say it's also known as Pirates Band of Misfits in yeah. some other countries. Yeah. I Don't think that's all the titles, was... though. I think that's the thing. It's just the two <laughs> titles. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a Harry Potter philosopher's sorcerer's stone oh, situation. I know, that's silly, um, that, isn't it? That's it really is. silly. It's, it's just it's just daft, Alice. Like anything, why doesn't everyone speak English? Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's just it's just easy for us. Um, it's just easy for us. Colonialism, there, ladies and gentlemen. Queen's anyway, English, um, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, uh, you pick this one. Mm-hmm. So tell us what's it about and why on earth. Did you pick this one? So, Pirates, as I'll just call it from here on out. Uh, so, it's a stop-motion animated film by Aardman. So, they're the guys who do Wallace and Gromit, in case you didn't know. So, it follows the story of our protagonist, the pirate captain, and his crew of pirates. His main motivation is to be named Pirate of the Year, which is a very glamorous and prestigious award in the world of pirates. Problem is, he hasn't plundered many doubloons and isn't very well regarded oi, oi. in the pirate oi, oi. circles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he comes across Charles Darwin funnily enough, who suggests that he could win big bucks if he entered his parrot, Polly, who is actually a dodo, into a science competition back in London. Shenanigans ensue, they have a bit of a run-in with Queen Victoria, who hates pirates, and ultimately the pirate captain becomes very notorious with a massive bounty on his head for insulting the British royal family, making him pretty cool in the pirating world, and some of them live happily ever after. Uh, so that is essentially what it's about. Um, the reason I picked it, I think this might be a little bit underseen, you know? Underseen? I think, okay. yeah, I don't hear many people talking about it. I hadn't even heard of it until my husband brought it to me. Like, this was a couple of years ago. He was mm. like, have you seen this film? I was like, no. And he was like, oh my God, it's amazing. So we watched it then. And then like the year after, it was on at Christmas. Mm. So... I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a good that is a good film to be watching at this time of year, I reckon. Um so yeah, I do think it's a bit underseen. I think some of it is so British 
and the humour <laughs> yeah. is so yeah. British yeah. that I don't know if um, foreign audiences would get a great deal out of it. Uh, so I don't think it probably did. You know, I mean, they had to change the name of it, for goodness sake. Mm. Like, I don't think it probably did that well uh, with foreign audiences. Um, but yeah, that's so I reckon it's underseen. So that, that's why you picked it then. You reckon it, so you reckon it's yes. underseen. First film of 2023, by the way. Oh, Don't there we are, yeah. there we are. Under, Congratulations, yeah. me, Happy from New the beach Year. to pirates. I know, oh, we're yeah. seeing, seeing a trend there yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Alice thinks it's under scene, right? And possibly to prove my point, had you seen this one before, Josh? Alice, I had not seen this one before. Ah, very good. Had you yeah, heard of it? I, so I'd heard of it. I remember oh, it okay. coming out. Um, and I remember, th- I'm sure I remember seeing somewhere that it was a bit of a commercial flop. Okay, yeah. That, like it was quite, maybe it was quite expensive to make and it didn't make loads of money. I couldn't mm-hmm. say how it did critically. I mean, Ardman stuff. So if you don't know Ardman, it's Wallace and Gromit. It's flushed away. It's chicken run, all those sort of things. It's got that unique look, that plasticine, stop motion, CGI look to it. Um, so no, I hadn't seen it before. I couldn't say how it did critically. So under scene, I mean, maybe I, I hadn't seen it. So so we'll have to, we'll have to get stuck in. And see mm-hmm. what we think. So let's uh, let's come to you first. Unless you picked it. So, mm-hmm. what did you like about it? What did you like about pirates? So, in general, I think it's fun. It's funny. It looks great with some strong attention to detail. I think the voice acting is of a high standard. It's easy watching and enjoyable. And I just really like the story. Mm. Um, so. In in the story itself, I think that is really enjoyable. And the narrative around pirates and what these pirates in particular are getting up to just really swings the doors open for creativity. Mm. So not only have you got them visiting various locations as well as sailing on the high seas, but there's a lot in here about exotic animals, whether it's Charles Darwin and what he's up to, or the fact that Queen Victoria is part of a club of elites who enjoy eating the rarest of animals. <laughs> so there's lots of different creatures to create and animate there. Um, visually, I think it's just so impressive. It's so colourful and atmospheric. You've got the golden sands and the brilliant blue skies when we're in the more exotic locations. And there's a massive full moon at one point that I just thought looked outstanding. And then things turn grey and smoggy and dirty when they get to London, which is a great juxtaposition well, of moods. London, eh? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know. Dirty, right? They, they sail hey. into London and it's just a thick cloud of fog and smog. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, love it down there. Um, the scenes when they're sailing on the sea, I think, just look brilliant in terms of how they animated the water and the way that all the different ships look, and they're all so detailed. And then just bouncing off that, just the detail of everything, really. So all their little costumes, everyone is dressed differently, even though you don't get to know all the characters that well. They do all have their own outfits and their own sense of pirate style. And there's lots of costume changes as well. So the pirate crew go from being pirates to then dressing as girl guides to then dressing (laughs) as scientists. Um, the locations, the props, like all the different shops and bars in London have a different name and also unique in their appearance. And it's all just so impressive. And I think it just really blew my mind to think about the work mm. that goes into creating something like this, yeah. like this stop motion plasticine models like whoa. I think some of the things like when they're on the sea and the movement of the water and all that, I think some of that is CGI because I don't even know. I don't know how you would do how'd that with plasticine. How do you make plasticine water? Yeah, exactly. I think you're right. I think, I, think, I think what they do is they do a lot of it through stop motion and then they enrich the enrich the environment with CGI. Yeah, I mean, that makes fair sense. play either way because, there's, like oh, you say, the, the, the exhausting laborious. work that must have gone oh, into this. Oh, my days. 
Can you um, imagine? It must it must have just taken so long and you've got to be so precise yeah. and everything has to be planned out like to the absolute detail. Um, so this was your first time seeing mm. it, so did you like it? Oh, Alice. Oh, you didn't like it? You Alice, went into I, it? I wanted, I wanted oh, to like it, Alice. And do you know oh, what? Oh, no, I thought you'd no, be no, into do, this, you know, man. Do you know what? I fucking loved it. Oh, yes, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> was, I really thought you'd oh, be into this. I can't you believe know, you did I, that. I, oh, I, I was, I, my butt cheeks were all clenched little, there. Little curveball for knuckles. you there to start the year. Keep getting your toes. Um, no, I loved it. I thought it was absolutely yes, superb. Yes. Really enjoyed Woo. it. I mean, it's a great concept. It's a great story. It's well executed. Yeah. It's a tight 90 yeah. minutes. It's Oh, yeah, you love that. There's something you. in there for everyone as well. So right, what did I like about it? Okay, so I mean, overall, like I've just said, loved the look of it and i loved the execution mm -hmm. of it and the script so i like i like armin stuff anyway so you already had me one over in that sense love wallace yes. and gromit i mean i don't think there's many oh, british same. people particularly from north from the midlands upwards who don't like wallace and gromit man i mean it's oh, it's a staple yeah. in it it's up there with the royal family or mr blobby <laughs> do you know what i mean it's like you've got, and you've got you've got to love i mean this come royal family the actual royal family quite polarizing in some parts of the country but anyway um <laughs> Chicken Runners, I love Chicken Runners. Chicken Runners is one of those films where, you know, the last episode we did on A Night's Tale, it was like those films to watch in between Christmas and New Year. Chicken yeah. Runs up there for me with Pat, right with, like, with like Paddington and a few other ones. Oh, um, so, so British in, in the feel mm. of it. Um, and and th the look of it is amazing. So, so it must be up there with the biggest thing Arben have done. I mean, I have seen Flushed Away, but I can't really recall it. But the, the world they create, like you say, every pirate looks different and everything. There's so many visual gags in this film, right? There's so many background mm -hmm. gags. Mm -hmm. It's almost like airplane or naked gun in places because all the yeah, pubs man. and bars and restaurants and shops have all got stupid names or they're all, yeah. called, they're all called daft stuff. And, 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 uh -huh. and, and, and I thought it, it's so, uh, so colourful. Like, it's mm. such a colourful film. It's, it's great. Um loved the execution of it so obviously the concept of it of they take pirate law so pirates as a thing and turn it into a cool little story you know the idea that to be a pirate is to be part of a pirate community and i know things like pirates of the caribbean and other films have done that the idea that all pirates know each other and they all hang out in the same bars and on the same islands and all that sort of stuff and i don't i don't know i'm not an expert so i don't know if that's is the way it was but i love what they do in this because it brings a real warmth and it's a really it's really quite a warm film isn't it it's quite a charming film do you know what i mean i can see how there's stuff in there for everyone like we talked about before with other films like road to el dorado or mouse hunt where it's a family film but there are jokes in this that are like will completely go over your head head as a kid i mean there's a mm -hmm. joke in it about charles darwin dying before he gets to second base and i was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's quite an American thing. I've never quite got the base system, but I'm not going to go into it about it because that that could take us down a very dark, dark well, road. Well, when a man of, loves a, a woman, yeah. or a man loves a man, when anyone loves anyone, Alice, let's yeah. just you know. Um, so I, I like that idea of the, you know the pirates are all a big community and they're all competing for a big award, like like actors do in Hollywood or or on, on Broadway or on the West End or whatever. So, and then the other thing is, it's so funny. It's like, pretty funny, it's isn't such it? A it's funny funnier film. than I expected it to be, yeah. for sure. I think it's 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 pretty funny. So you got some lots of different types of comedy in there. You know, you got some daft jokes, some visual jokes, some puns. 
um, weirdly adult jokes. Like I said, the, the second base thing or the fact that the guy who invented the blimp or invented the hot air balloon invented it to look down ladies' tops. Oh, yes. Um, naughty. Which, which, naughty, which, naughty. in another film, might be like, that's a bit pervy. And it's not that it's not yeah. a bit pervy, but the way they do it is daft. Mm-hmm. It's, it reminds me a bit of like Vic and Bob. Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of surrealist, daft humour. Um, a lot of intelligent jokes as well. It reminded me a bit in places of like The Simpsons. Okay. You know, yeah, in the tone of the jokes. You no, know, it's quite, mm-hmm. it seems to be quite laid and quite intelligent. Um, mm-hmm. I can absolutely see why you like this. I was watching this with my other half and she went, that'll be why. That's absolutely why Alice has picked this because is it a bit where. Um, Oh, he's chasing after the guy who's trying to stick, steal the dodo, going, come back here, mysteriously shadowy figure. Yeah, and I was like, that is, that is Alice's sense of humour, as well as obviously the Flight of the Concord song. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. I'd completely forgot about that as well. I was like, what a weird, like, how did that happen? Yeah. What was that conversation so like? Was, Are we going to use that yeah. song? So I was watching it like, this is a bit of Alice, this. I could completely see why she's picked it. And Ollie as well, obviously, your, your husband. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, Music was good as well. Yeah, well, uh, it was both the good. score and the soundtrack. So you had a really good score, mm-hmm. which seemed to capture the, the essence of pirates and of the film. But then on the other hand, you had like a really good soundtrack because you got like London's Calling and uh, su- uh, is it Supergrass for the, the end song. Supergrass. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. we are young. Oh, I don't know. Free. Yeah, that's, that's Supergrass, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's a few other ones as well. But it, it, what they did is they seemed to put some, some quite anarchic, chaotic, punky music yeah. in it to make it feel piratey, and I quite like. Pirating, that. I mean, I just yeah. I loved it. Alice, honestly, it was just a belting choice for the first film of the year. Oh. I really, really loved it. So what? What else did you I'm like about so... it? What? What? What else? Well, did... I like that you liked it so much, Josh. <laughs> that is music to my ears. I love hearing that, and I'm so happy I could bring this to you. Um, so I, I like this version of pirates, you know, the the in the main pirate gang anyway, you know, they're a bit bumbling and soft, like they're not scary by any means. And then with that comes a lot of the comedy and the whole pirate of the year thing then is like, it's so showbiz and so yeah. glamorous and just not what you associate with pirates at all. And like you said before, like using that sort of, that kind of punk Brit music mm. to try and make them seem cooler the cl- than they the cl- are because the they're not cool, are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the pirate captain and his gang, they're not very cool, but they're very endearing, yeah. and you just don't expect that from pirates. Um, so it's set in. 1837 right but there are references to things that don't exist yet or haven't (laughs) happened yet so like there's a moment when the pirate captain does a telephone hand gesture to someone to tell them that they should call him but phones hadn't been invented yet um (laughs) one of the pirates has a blue peter badge on his hat and then at one point the pirate captain is dunking a custard cream into a mug that says world's best captain even though we all know josh that custard creams weren't invented until 1908 we all know that yeah Definitely we knew all that. know yeah, that, and I did not that. have to and look that's, that up. That, that is obviously <laughs> a um, purposeful choice. Do you know what I mean? It's because because oh, of yeah, the nature of this sure. sort of film, nothing like that would surely get 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 past them. Because even things like in it, um, obviously, eighteen thirty seven. I think is either the first year or right at the beginning of the reign of Queen Victoria. But she yeah, looks I think she like she was like eighteen yeah, at the time. But in it, yeah. she looks like she looks like how famous pictures of her are so when yeah. she's like a bit older or a bit middle-aged and she's mm-hmm. a bit bigger and all that sort of stuff because selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And, and, and in it, I thought, oh, it's weird that she's sort of going after Charles Darwin because famously she was so in love with Albert. But actually, they didn't marry until 1840 because I looked it up because I was like... A, oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's weird because cause surely you you would know that Queen Victoria was really like absolutely besotted with her husband, right? Um, slash cousin, yeah. Slash cousin. Um, <laughs> That's how on, we do it in the UK. Let's not, let's, not, let's not have a dig at people who can't defend themselves, Alice. If she wants to marry a cousin, she wants to marry a cousin. It's not illegal. Rest just weird. Rest in peace. <laughs> Listen, just because you're Welsh, don't think you can have a pop at my queen from 150 years ago do you know what I mean listen I know what we're about over in Wales do you know what I mean like I'm not um, I'm not in a glass house to throw stones <laughs> but yeah so, so like like you say that sort of stuff that but that only gives it charm do you know what I mean like the blue mm-hmm. peter thing and the custard cream and all and all that and the call me it, it's obviously meant to have a modern twist to it isn't it it's interesting because it, they're like they're like sophisticated but simple jokes like I don't know if you know what I mean by yeah, that, but that's why I mean like, like the Simpsons. Yeah, like, yeah, because it's um, like all things like airplane or naked girl. Yeah, 
Like it's not necessarily laugh out loud hilarious, but every now and then you kind of go, huh, oh yeah, look at that. And, and then that's really enjoyable. Yeah. And then you think about kind of the effort that's gone into creating that. So I think it's quite a sophisticated story and like you say, just executed brilliantly. Okay, so let's move on to talking about things that we didn't like or that we perhaps would change about uh, Pirates, uh, the film, not the, the job. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't think we're going to have loads for this section, but we always try to be no. balanced. We always try to be balanced. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. was there anything for you? Was there anything for you, Alice? No, I mean not really, right? Not really. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss a couple of things, but. I mean, it was a... You're reaching, a, overall, you're reaching. It, I'm reaching, and overall it was a very positive experience. Um, so I I think maybe the pace falls out of it a little bit. Yeah. Like maybe two-thirds yeah, of the way that. through. Yeah, I, I think that. sort of some of the jokes and some of the comedic moments, and I guess how the jokes are structured, do become a little bit repetitive. Mm. But even as I say that, like, it, I feel dirty because it's... <laughs> you're like, betraying it your It didn't feelings. bother me. Yeah, like it didn't bother me that much, but I, I could but I could see mm. that, I think. So I think maybe, I mean, it starts really strong comedy-wise, I think, and then maybe tapers off a bit towards the end. Um, another thing is, and you've already mentioned this, but the fact that Charles Darwin raises concerns about the fact that he'll never get to second base with a girl, but obviously we don't use that expression here it's in the weird, UK. So, so it felt a bit out of place and... Like it was like the fact that they changed the name of the film as well for our for our cousins over the pond. Like it's it's almost like they're putting things in because they have to guarantee that American audience. Mm. And I get that. Like you're a film, you're a business, you're trying to make money. That is totally fine. But that just it it just kind of stood out a, a bit. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like when they use an English swear word in an American film. Oh, like in Easy Age, she calls someone a twat, doesn't she? She goes, twat. twat. Yeah. And you're like, the fuck's yeah. that? What's that? Sounds weird, doesn't <laughs> it's weird. it? Yeah. It's like a baby with pierced ears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what else? Was there anything else then? Was there, was there anything else from you? So, again, not really much, any, much of anything, but just like I said before, it is very British. A lot of the jokes, I think, may only be funny if you are British mm. or at least very familiar with our country, history and culture. So you might be isolating a lot of your audience there. And it is also one of the reasons that I think it might be underseen is because m maybe it doesn't translate as well as, as some other films, especially because Chicken Run, I feel like... I feel like that is... That's quite transnational because you're dealing with also, animals there, but though, also aren't you? With yeah. Chicken Run, they did the thing of going, let's put a big Hollywood name in it. So Mel Gibson's yeah, in Chicken Run, isn't he? Which at the time was pretty, uh, much, he was pretty yeah. much the biggest star yeah. in the world, more or less. So you go in it and you go, it's about, it's about a Yorkshire chicken farm, except Mel Gibson's in it, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got your, <laughs> you've got your, your, your friends over on the, in the states. Um, uh, uh, yeah, listen, uh, watching sense. it so so yeah so I know, I know what you mean it is it is a bit British I think for me one of the things was there's a, there's two bits I thought could have done with exposition so the first is I don't think it's clear until later on why they're so desperate for the dodo so like it, I, that that's not the main one so the main one is mm. they seem to be just be desperate to eat it but like why because she wants to impress people because she's because because at well, the same time, at the time, right? Yeah. So, but then, why would that mean you wanted to eat it? 
Because you're, it, it's it's elitism, isn't it? It's about doing something yeah, that nobody else on the planet could do. Yeah. That, that was the impression I got from yeah, it. Yeah, it's well. like the rarest. She's the cute as hell as well. I forgot to say how much I love Polly. Polly. Like she, oh, she's so sweet. She like so her little sweet. facial expressions and that. Like she's and a real emotional hook in this. Point, actually, which yeah, is that I, they, I don't believe based on what happens up until the moment where he sells her. I don't believe for a second he'd sell her. No, uh, yeah, that's that felt very out of so, character. So I think they, what they needed to do was show you maybe some personal conflict in the in the pirate captain that what he actually mm-hmm. wants, you know, he and you do get it, you know, he really wants to be adored by his peers and he really wants to be a successful pirate and he really wants treasure. But he, I don't think they do it enough that you believe he would definitely sell essentially what seems to be his best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and the other pirates call her their aunt. Yeah. They say she's like lo- an aunt with a love, beak. Because they yeah. love her so much. So mm. maybe something more to show a bit more conflict within the pirate captain to be like, mm-hmm. to be like, this is why he's eventually cracked because he just seemed to just change his motivation at that moment. Um, and other than that, I suppose that there could be an argument to be made that they do waste a little bit of the voice cast. Um, I mean, this film's got a hell of a voice cast. Voice cast, got, um, obviously Hugh Grant, Martin Freeman, Melda Staunton, Jeremy Piven, Salma Hayek, Brian Blessed, um, Anton Yelchin in the American version and Russell Tovey in the English version. So that's, oh, that's so a they, dual role, the, the albino so they pirate. Change, yeah. so um, they change the voices yeah, in yeah, the which they, foreign release. Wow. Done, they've done in a few other things. I know it's in Disney's they, Cars, yeah. it's, it's Jeremy Clarkson plays a character in the, in the UK. And Jeremy Piven plays a character in the US. Um, That's really strange, isn't it? Yeah. That they feel the need to do that. Well, it's because in the, it, they've done it in the UK because obviously Jeremy Clarkson at the time was known for Top Gear. Um, mm. And in the States, Jeremy Piven was known for, for playing an agent in Entourage. And he's an okay. agent in the film. But anyway, right. I think they probably could have done more with that a little bit. But then at the mm-hmm. same time, I do get the impression that this was meant to kick off a franchise. Oh really? Well, yeah. I, I mean, oh. do you did you yes, not get no, that? I like, had... it's, it's got sort of limitless potential, right? It could have been, could have been anything, and and it and it, and it obviously isn't. So I'd read because, and and obviously we'll get to the critical reception in a bit. But one of the not so flattering reviews I read said something like, "Oh, I hear they're planning for a sequel. Hopefully, they don't rush." Like, like the it wasn't right, very mate. nice. Why don't you but, leave, yeah, leave it out. Come I, on. I know. Yeah, <laughs> calm down. Who hurt you, man? Um, so yeah, I guess I guess I kind of see it, but but I was sat like I was satisfied at the end. Like I wasn't like oh I need more 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 because I feel like it wraps up quite nicely and I feel like it packs quite a lot into, into one film. Time. Like yeah. so many different locations and costumes and sort of lines of narrative and different characters and stuff. So I felt satisfied and I felt satisfied when it ended. Yeah, I agree. Okay then, so let's move on to talking about the critical reception and the box office then. Um, ooh, tough one, this. Mm. So you mainly picked it because it's underseen. How do I think it did critically? Do you know what? I I can imagine critics being left a bit cold by this. Okay. And I imagine that the audience who liked it did like it. So I'm going to say uh-huh. that audience were quite kind to it. Critics were probably quite middling on it. So I'd mm-hmm. imagine it... it it comes out at something sort of like a five and a half to a six. Ooh, oh, that's what okay, I think yeah. it comes out as. Yeah, I would. This is a solid eight and a half for wow, me. Like, like really? it's a yeah. It's, it's a, this is a great film. It's 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 got broad appeal, and 
you know, it's pretty original idea and the execution's it great. Does and it does feel good. original, yeah, doesn't so, it? So, yeah. So um, I imagine that's how it did. But, you know, you might, you might surprise me now. Let, let's hear it. How, how did it do? Well, here we go. So over on IMDb at the time of recording, it gets 6.7 okay. out of 10. And then over on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience give it 67%, so exactly the same. Mm. And then, Josh, the critics gave it 86%. 86, bloody hell. So the critics, more in line with what you think, um, I did see as well on Rotten Tomatoes, it didn't, it got like less than 50 uh, like ratings from the, audience, from the audience, which is some of the lowest that I which think I've ever seen. That, again, that it, it is might be seen. So, right? so that averages some out. Some of the films, that, some of the films I've seen have been like hundreds of thousands. Yeah, oh God, yeah, the, of, the of big views. ones you've got, like, yeah. yeah, you've got hundreds of thousands up there, haven't you? So, yeah, like you say, maybe that's another indication. So, critically speaking, in terms of the rating, it averages out at seventy-three. Um, okay, I think I think that's underrated. Oh, great. Oh, there we yeah, go. So there I we think go. that's great. What, what do you think? So for, for me, a lot of the heavy lifting in this is how much work and effort and attention to detail has gone into it. And I just feel blown away by that. It's really uh, blown me out the water, oh. as it were. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get as many pirate puns in this as I was hoping. It, so it's but properly there we go. shivered your timbers. It really, <laughs> me timbers are shivering. Um, so I wonder... I wonder if that is underrated, you know. I definitely think the 6.7 slash 67, I think that is really underrated and I'm really surprised. I think anyone who, who doesn't like this can, can walk the plank. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, nice yeah. one, nice one. I'll tell you what, it's Very quality good. content you're here for at the beginning of 2023. Anyway. It is, so, it is. Stay with us, plenty then. more to come this year. <laughs> box office then. Mm-hmm. So you picked it because it's underseen. So this is the big mm-hmm. one. How did it do? So financially, I think it did, like, okay. Yeah. Like, I think I read that it was a modest success. Mm. So it made back roughly two or three times its budget. Right. So I don't think it was a complete failure financially. Um, I just don't think it's... I don't think it's got an audience, really. I don't think it's mm. grabbed an audience. I don't know anyone who's talking about it these days. You haven't seen it, and you're like my little benchmark, my spirit you're little, level. Little for you're a little nerd. <laughs> you got a life. You haven't seen Pirates. If he's not seen it, no one's seen it. Um, okay. So I do, I do reckon it's underrated. I'd, I'd love to know if, uh, if our listeners had even heard of it or seen it, and which of you had, uh, had seen it, and then what you thought of it. But yeah, I reckon underseen, based on the, based on some of the box office scores, based on the fact that there's so few ratings of this on Rotten Tomatoes, based on the fact that I don't know anyone who's seen it Didn't really. Didn't get a sequel. Um, as well. Didn't get a sequel. The, some of the yeah. stuff the critics were saying about it was a bit mean. Yeah. Like the, the harsher critics who didn't like it didn't want that sequel to come out. Um, and then maybe a little bit underrated as well then. I That's think a surprise, so. I isn't think, it? I think so. Well, there we are. Pirates in an adventure with scientists, underseen and a little bit underrated. Didn't see that coming, but I'm very happy. What a great way to start 2023. I don't know how you're going to top that, just to be honest, but we'll see. We'll see what you got. What's behind the curtain? So, on, my first us. pick of 2023. Right, uh-huh. well, we, haven't, we haven't said this yet, but in January, we're going to try and pick sort of feel-good, cheer-up films. You know, January yeah. is shit. Keep smiling. Uh, you know, everyone's skin, shit. everyone's trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone... It's cold, it's cold, it's dark. It's dark. Christmas is over. Yeah. you got nothing to look forward to but Valentine's Day in six weeks. 
which isn't great for everybody anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, my first book. So, so yeah, so we're going to be coming at you anyway in January with lots of feel-good comedies. That's the sort of angle we're going for. That's why I just picked Pirates. And that's why my next pick is Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. The second one. Oh, my God. This is going to be so interesting <laughs> I, ollie is gonna lose his fucking mind when i tell him that that's what you've picked right finally finally we're gonna have this conversation oh my god it's been coming so we've excited said, we've said we're gonna so have excited. it we're gonna pick it apart so join us oh, next week it's a big go. one it's ace ventura when nature calls my first pick of 2023 thank you very much for sticking with us thank you for listening to this episode if you want to get in touch with us the email address is still films of that part at gmail.com we're on all the social medias you just search for just films and that on facebook twitter instagram tiktok all the usual ones if any more uh, come out we'll probably join them if any Fold, we'll probably delete them because uh, that's, <laughs> that's how social media works. Um, we're also still and will remain on your television sets, aren't we, Alice? We are indeed. We are on the local TV network every Friday from 6pm. So if you live in Birmingham, Bristol, Leeds, Liverpool or the northeast of England, you can find us on Channel 7 on Freeview. Or if you live in North Wales or South Wales, you can find us on Channel 8 on Freeview. So that is every Friday evening from 6pm. It's me and Josh talking about all our favourite underrated and underseen films. Yes, lots of ways to listen to us. Thank you very much for listening. We always appreciate it. And we'll back next week with an absolute cracker. It's goodbye <laughs> from me. Cheerio. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.